You're good. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to another edition of the Sideline Junkies Tuesday Night Flight. It's me, it's me, it's the big guy KG sitting in with none other than probably next to myself, the biggest Florence Ballard fan that you'll find, because he's he just thinks he's going out of his head. Uh, the Midnight Rider. What's going on, man? How you doing today? I'm making it, man. It's, it's been a rough week already, and it's only Tuesday, but I'm making it. So, uh, how about yourself? Yeah, this was the a Monday Tuesday for me, so it was very Monday ish. So, mm. only reason I knew it was Tuesday is because I started getting the, the messages about um, show stuff, show prep. Yeah. Cause you know, I wait to the last minute for that. So yeah. Um, before we jump into the uh, show, let me say this: uh, Ross is joining at Ross early. I'm glad you're here, brother. Oh shoot! I am glad you're here because I, I I've crossed over to the dark side. We'll get to that in a minute. So how you feeling tonight? Um. Local. Georgetown women's basketball coach Tasha Butts lost her battle with cancer yesterday. Uh, she just took over up on the hill in April. And now, you know, before she even got to coach her first season, you know, she's passed on. So condolences and prayers to her family, uh, friends, all the lives she's touched. I'm, I mean, absolutely devastated because she was young she's 41 been fighting breast cancer for two years so you don't ever want to see a you don't want to see anybody go through something like that you know i always say the same thing fuck cancer fuck cancer's babies and i kick cancer in the ass if i ever seen Losing too many to it, man. I I hope that one day you can actually find a cure for it, and it's not. We're not putting rest in peace to in front of people's names, man. So Ross, uh, he said, "Sad to hear that," and I, I agree. Very very sad. When I saw the news yesterday, it was sad. Um, and truth about that cancer, fuck cancer. Uh, mm. Midnight Rider, you got anything? Oh, up. Uh. Sorry about that. Had so, to make an adjustment. Had to call a late audible. <laughs> Sound like the heat coming on. If that's the case, I gotta I gotta shut down the vents. Oh, I can but um, it. yeah, that was sad. Um, I mean, the fact that she didn't even get a chance to coach a game, man. Um, I know personally, if that's something I was working for, and then. I just couldn't get to it. Yeah. That would have been that would have been disappointing. But I mean, for the most part, she got at least hopefully that's her if that's her dream job, at least she got that. Um, you know, before she lost her fight. Agreed, agreed. Well, um, uh, let's uh 
let's jump into this week seven recap. Um, up and down week. Uh, it looked good for for a while, and then all of a sudden, boom! The bottom fell out like a torrential downpour. We'll start with our first game. We did the Lions versus the Ravens. The Ravens did not that so Raven this. They came out and started stomping with the big dogs. 38-6 over the Lions. Uh, Lamar Jackson, 21-27, 357 to 3 TDs. Jared Goff, uh, 33-53, 284 in the interception. Jameer Gibbs was said he was going to be the workhorse. He was 11 carries, 68 yards, and a TD. Uh, Gus said was um, 14 carries, 64 yards, and a touchdown. That's a typical Gus day. Yeah, and he also had one reception for 80 yards. So, Gus, uh, Gus went 80? Yeah. Wow. And then he touchdown. No touchdown on that, which is crazy. Uh, thoughts on that game? Yeah, I mean, I think this week, this is the start of the way this week went where there were some teams that we thought maybe um, – were starting to put their feet down or their foot down as contenders, um, as dominant teams. And now we're looking at a team where maybe we got more questions asked or to ask than we actually have um, answers. So watching this game, I kept peeking over to the game because, of course, they were on what we were on. And it just it just never made sense. I was like, all right, 14 nothing. Detroit's about to make their run. Ooh, 21. Ooh. Ooh, and then finally the game ended. So it was like nothing else I could do. Uh, Ross says, uh, Ravens throwing some new wrinkles against the aggressive linebackers of the Lions. I think <laughs> that 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 has to be, you know, we had a phrase last week. Uh, uh, un, un, what was it? Unlocking talent. Mm-hmm. That was yep. the phrase last week. This week is. New wrinkles. That's that. That's the, the phrase for this week is new wrinkles, and I, I, I'll tell you why when we get a little later into the uh, the next segment. But the Ravens, they came out. They didn't do what they normally did, and they they played Ravens ball. Stout defense. Offense was just beautiful. Lamar had an MVP type game. This is why that cat was the MVP of the league. Two years ago, or was it three years? However long ago it was. But this is why. This is why. Uh, next game, the Kansas City Chiefs hosted the Los Angeles Chargers. This was a tight one for a little while. It was 17 all for a minute. And then all of a sudden, the bottom fell out. Los Angeles couldn't score anymore. Kansas City kept scoring. Kansas City wins 31-17. Justin Herbert, 17-30, 259, a touchdown and two picks. He had He's the active leader in losses for a QB, and he was just drafted in 2020. He has 28 losses as a starter. Makes sense. It's rough. No, nah, I mean, this is the team that we, we say it every week. Like, they charge it. Yeah. Green. Um, they have the talent. They have the talent. They're one of the more talented teams. When you when you're three levels of your defense, 
you got like a Derwin James, you have a um a Bosa. I mean, then you got Khalil Mack on the other side. I mean, geez. Like they there should be more. They're not getting they're not unlocking the talent, obviously. Cause they're not doing something right to get this team in a better position to win ball games. And and that's the part I don't understand. And then for some reason no one decided to guard Kelsey. He had something like 10 receptions at halftime, something ridiculous. So, yeah, it was just one of those things where um, the Chargers didn't do anything. And they keep they gave the Chiefs or they allowed the Chiefs to just establish what they do and take, they took nothing away. They didn't take the obvious away, which I don't understand in today's football where you have all the specialization. I know for a fact when I watched the Thursday night ball game, I saw Ridley getting doubled. Like there was a man underneath him on every route. There was a man over top on every route. But I haven't seen some reason they didn't do that to Kelsey, which didn't make sense to me. Uh, Jumping back a little bit, Paul chimed in. He says, uh, new wrinkles doesn't excuse the Detroit defense for giving Lamar 10 seconds to throw. Yeah, I can agree with that. Um, He also says uh, keeping Staley was a mistake. I think we've all said that. And Ross chimed in. He said, coaching, maybe. Oh, no, there's no maybe. There's no maybe. It's one coaching and then everything else. Now, see, Paul says something. I'm going to get to that in a second. Hold on, Paul. I I, I, I got a, a response to that. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, 32 of 42, 424, four TDs and an interception. Isaiah Pacheco. 13 carries, 32 yards. Joshua Kelly for the Chargers has seven carries, 75 yards, and a touchdown. I'm, 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 I'm the fuck missing it, Mo. How the, how, how are you rushing seven times for 75 yards, and you're not dominating this this ball game? Like, uh, also for the Chargers, Joshua Palmer five receptions, 133 yards. Travis Kelsey, 12 receptions, 179 yards, and a touchdown. Now Paul said, uh <laughs> Paul said uh Taylor sprinkled Kelsey with Swifty dust before the game. And I I'm like, hey, NFL, wrap this shit up, B. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of the, 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 the dry ass handshake between her and, and, and Mahomes' wife. <laughs> Stop. I want to watch football. You are. I don't want to watch Taylor Swift. You're not. They just show on the screen every now and then. That's all. Too much. I agree. Al Michaels, you may not like Al Michaels. You may not agree with him. He said, I'm not doing Access Hollywood. That's that. Well, Al, I think that's really what everybody doesn't realize is Al Michaels at his old age is just like, I'm 78. I'm cranky. Um, you got me up late for these garbage games. Um, and he's just, yeah, he's just not a happy guy, man. Uh, oop, checking in. <laughs> hey, that's his phrase that pays. If you, anybody on any other show talk about these whole ass tackles, you better cut oop a check. You better cut the man a check because that's his statement. That's his phrase that pays these whole ass tackles. I love it. I love it. Raw says uh, Kelly didn't bust a great when he started for Eckler. That's crazy. 
And that's the truth. He didn't. He did not. Not even a little bit. Uh, but did did anybody really think that the Chargers were going to beat Kansas City? Honestly? No, I just thought it was going to be a close game. I thought this game would be a typical Charger loss where um, they have a late drive. Either they tie the ball game up or they go up by like one or two. And then they come back and give up the late game drive, the late um, game in the drive where um, Mahomes ends the game, you know, gets him in a field goal position with a great play. They kick the field goal. They win the ball game. They walk it off. That's what I thought was going to happen. Nah, second half belonged to the Chiefs. They scored, uh, what? They only scored seven, but can uh the the Chargers scored nothing. So from one old school AFL showdown to another, the former Boston Patriots, now New England Patriots versus the Boss BJ's Buffalo Bills. Patriots win this one 29-25. I can say this was a shocker. Uh Mac Jones looking like Mac Jones, 25 of 30, 272 and two touchdowns. Josh Allen, 27 of 41, 265, two touchdowns and a pick. James Cook, 13 carries, 56 yards. Ramondre Stevenson, nine carries, 34 yards. Ain't much running being done in this game. Kendrick Bourne had six receptions for 63 yards and a touchdown. And Dalton Kincaid, eight receptions for 75 yards. Midnight Rider. Shocker, man. I think the first rule we should be allowed to find Mike Gasecki every time he scores and he tries to do whatever that is because it's definitely not the gritty. Um, it's very well. I'm not gonna say the word. Unseasoned. Um, <laughs> <maybe? laughs> I was gonna say shitty, but uh, all right. But but that that's, what makes, that's what makes it cool, though. That's why I like it because it's it's quirky. And it it, it, it it is shitty, but that's what makes it cool. I love when he does. I'm a Gasecki man, so I, I like him. That thing is awful. Um, if anything should be banned from TV, that should be. Um, I'll take the Taylor Swift and my home's wife handshake no, over no. over the gritty. No. Give me Gasecki doing the gritty from the 50 over that. Mm-mm. I promise you. But – um. I, I, something's up with Buffalo. Maybe it's the fact that they're starting to run out of bodies. You know, maybe the, the Matt Milano effect is in play here. Where since you don't have one of your better linebackers, um, you're just missing on certain plays. You're out of position where you normally would have somebody. Um, and maybe just the Patriots had a good game plan. I don't, I don't know what it is. I can't put my – this was the, the biggest head scratcher of the day for me. Uh, it just didn't make sense. And I kept trying to make it make sense. And it never made sense at all. Go ahead, KJ. I, I give you that because uh, the way New England drove down the field and just pretty much walked in, yeah, that's not in, that's not indicative of Buffalo's defense. Now, this defense was number one in the league for the last two years. They've had the number one defense for the last two years. Two. What what is this? I, I I don't know, but they gotta fix it fast. And it's not just them, it's a couple of teams that need to fix it fast. Uh Paul says the real Josh Allen resides in Duval. 
Duval. That QB in Buffalo is not elite just because he can throw it over the mountains. And Who's you know, that, Uncle Rico? Huh? So he's he calling them Uncle Rico? But somebody else said that. They said the only reason why they call Josh Allen elite is because he went toe-to-toe and lost to Patrick Mahomes so many times. That's the only reason why they call him elite. But That's a pretty good reason to call him elite. As a precursor to the, to the, to the next game, it's something that Shannon Sharp said about Brock Purdy, but I think it's the same about uh, Josh Allen in a, in, a, in a sense. If you call Josh Allen elite, you call Brock Purdy elite, you got to call Patrick Mahomes something else. You got to put him something else above elite because those guys are not in his category. Now, get, don't get me wrong. Josh Allen is on the cusp, but Josh Allen has to get back to doing Josh Allen things. I don't know what the fuck he's doing. He's not playing his type of ball. He's not using his head. And it seems like he's he, he's gone back to this gunslinger mode, and he's not making great decisions anymore. Is it is it gunslinger mode, or is this I got to feed – um, what's my man's name? We got to see this. Yeah, is it is it more of a byproduct of him maybe forcing the football a time or two to Stephon because he's trying to keep him in the ball game, as opposed to maybe letting the natural offense flow naturally? Um, is it is it um, was it is it a combination of that and Gabe Davis just not being available because he decided not to show up? For this section of the ball game, I mean, it, it could be anything. Like, didn't they lose Dawson Knox in this ball game too? Uh, I'm not 100 percent sure, so don't. Yeah, don't, I think they lost Dawson Knox in the um, in the middle of this game. He didn't return, so that's another example. There, yeah, add to it. Mm. They got to turn. They got to right the ship because this is my Super Bowl pick, and you're gonna make me look like a fucking idiot if you don't right this ship, Buffalo. I'm begging you to write this ship because I don't want to look like an idiot. And Paul says Knox was out. Thank I mean, you. I don't know, TKG. I mean, you got to – it's not making you like an idiot. It's just sometimes the teams don't show. Like right now, I mean, I think I had the Phillies and the Astros in the Major League um, World Series. And right now – the Rangers took care of the Astros and the Diamond Max been giving the Phillies all they want. Yeah. I uh, think that game seven. Yeah. This is the first time in a long time that both um both both um both series both of, both of them. Um both series ended up in game sevens for the pennant. Uh, I think it's something like 2014 or something like that was the last time. And speaking of that, real quick. Uh, we'll get to it and wrap it up, but Dusty calling it a career after this year. I'm a little pissed off behind that. The inventor of the high five. Yeah. No, it was time. It's time because no one Dusty. We'll, we'll call, copy that later. <laughs> and Ross right on time. I, I just, I can kind of sort of hear Ross saying this. F the Astros. I love it. Next game. This was game of the week one A. Vikings versus uh 49ers. And I, I I when I when I shared this, I said Niner gang tap in for a reason. Vikings win 22-17 last night, Monday night football. Brock Purdy 
uh, 21 to 32, 72, a touchdown and two picks. Kirk Cousins, you like that? 35 of 45, 378, two touchdowns and a pick. Christian McCaffrey, only 15 carries, 45 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Alexander Madison, eight carries, 39 yards. George Kittle, five catches, 78 yards. And Jordan Addison, seven catches, 123 and two touchdowns. I'm going to let you have this one first, uh, Midnight Ride, and then I'll tell, I, I'll get into why I wanted the 49ers fans to tap in. Oh, I already know what you're going to say. Um, but I'll let you arrive to your conclusion uh, when you get there. But um, on this on this game, watching last night, it was fun to see um, Kirk spring the football around, get people involved. I still don't understand. Like, I just don't understand the plan. Like, the plan for, for the Vikings, I like the defense. The, the defense is like, look, we're not as good as you. So we're going to put you under duress the whole time. I don't mind that. What I don't get is this running back collection is the the the, the waiting till June to change your mind and not go with a different back and then being stuck with Madsen and company just still doesn't make sense. I like the trade for Cam Akers. Cam Akers flashed a couple times last night. Uh, Jordan Edison with a great, uh, I guess, interception saver. Cause he just stole that pass from um, was his name Ward, and took that to the house. So last night I had some interesting moments. It was typical, I guess, um, top C guys playing each other. So it was good times, man. Was a good game. I actually had the 49ers winning this. I said the 49ers are on the cusp, and I said it two weeks ago. I'll say it again. You haven't arrived yet. You think you have, but you haven't arrived yet. This was a must-win game, not in the sense of winning to to make the playoffs, but this is a must-win game to show your might. You failed to show your might. Oh, we didn't have Debo. So what? Work with the pieces that you have. So Brandon Ayuk is not good enough now? I mean, they also missing Trent. I mean, they had a couple things going on, but I get it. That's no. I said I get it, KG. You, you I already know you get it, but I know you get it. But for those that don't get it, that's no excuse. You have to work with the pieces that you're given. If the silverback is out, okay, next player up, step up and and go. This bang bang nine gang, we going to the Super Bowl. You as delusional as Cowboy fans because you're not going to get past Philadelphia. You're not not playing like this. You're not getting past Philadelphia. I'm sorry, but really, I'm not. I'm not even gonna say I'm fucking sorry because I'm not sorry. You can see it as me hating. You can see it as me being bitter because I'm. I'm none of that. I'm not hating. I'm here to tell the truth. I get paid to tell the truth. I get paid to tell it like it is, not how it could be. Okay, the Niners are not there yet. If they can't win games like this that should be wins, the Vikings are not even on their level, and they lost to the Vikings. They're not even on their level. Not on any phase of the ball, not even on their level. So you well, mean to tell me you couldn't roll over them? You rolled over for them, but you couldn't roll over them. Let's 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 come back into some perspective, big fella. Um I mean, this league is this was a weekend where a lot of teams that we thought 
um, in your terms of people arriving or feeling like they arrive, if we use the context of them losing this week, then a lot of teams were fraudulent um, in this whole thing. So you got to be careful on this. And I mean, we got, what, 10 more weeks of this? Yes. So, I mean, we got to manage the smiles and cries, baby. I get that. I get that. I get that. And Paul brought up a good point without Justin Jefferson. That's a top five, top three receiver in the league. They beat him without him. The truth is a bitter pill to swallow. I'm only here to tell the truth, so it's going to be very, very bitter for nine a game to swallow. And this is an unbiased opinion, but you haven't arrived yet. I'm not sure if this is unbiased. It's unbiased because here's the thing. I need them to arrive because my money depends on them arriving. Your your little antennas start doing this. It's beam me up, Scotty. (laughs) I'm ready to go back to the mothership. Make my phone the P phone. Shit. But I'm I'm just. It's not just San Francisco. It's Buffalo. It's Dallas. You know, these just those three teams alone right there in the NFC. Well, San Francisco and Dallas in the NFC, Buffalo in the AFC. They should be head and shoulders above the rest. There should be no reason that they're in a dogfight with teams that ain't even on their level. But you got to remember, this is a one-game weekly contest that you get. You never know what you're going to get. It's like a box of chocolates. That's true. So you gotta, you gotta, like, you gotta give some things to the laws of nature. You know, they could have been smelling themselves a little bit. Could have been a letdown for them. You never know. But here's the thing, and even though Dallas is off this week, Dallas has one of the most dominant defensive players that plays the game today in Micah Parsons. That dude is a problem. No matter how you look at, it, he's a problem. Jadavian, and I'm sorry, Miles Garrett. I'm thinking of Jadavian Clowney in college. Miles Garrett is a problem. He spearheaded that defense, and look at how that how well that defense is playing because everybody's like, okay, let's ratchet it up. They're matching his energy. They're matching his sway. Why are they not doing that in Dallas? Why is the defense not matching Micah Parsons' energy? Why are they not matching his sway? You know, Dallas was off this week, right? I know they were off this week, but I'm saying in general. Because so Dallas crazy. is on the cusp too. Dallas is did, we, this we, really we said, KG, good hold, on, hold 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 on. We're all right. So let's think about this. I don't know how you look at the NBA NFL schedule. I see the first four weeks as a semi version of the preseason, right? Okay. They're, they're getting them because they haven't. They didn't prepare themselves in August. To play football, they're they're getting themselves ready on the go. This month, it's like the NBA. Like I don't get worried about the NBA until Christmas. I don't get worried about the NFL until after Halloween. So next week, I think we kind of get a better picture of who teams are. We've got eight weeks of who they who they showed themselves to be, and then we just go from there. I mean, this league we've seen so many teams go on. Five, seven, 
game win streaks and all of a sudden end up in the playoffs and change your whole thought process about that team. So let's give it some time, man. Let it let it marinate. Okay. I'll, I'll let it you know marinate. You, you, let you, it. you trying, trying to um, cook your ribs too fast, man. <laughs> hey, I, I boil my ribs before I cook them. So, I mean, that's the way they tend to that's, fall on the even still, Even still. <laughs> All right, man. I, I, I like that. I like that the not so subtle. Reel me back in. I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. Uh, high phase Dallas hype phase. Dallas is a pretender until further notice. They're gonna be the team that you gotta watch during the um during next week because I think there's a chance there may be a um Zeke reunion or it might be something where they try to get them a, a running back. With some with some oomph to them, um, so that way they can, huh? We talking about Dallas? Yeah. What's wrong with Tony Pollard? Um, there's a little thing called LIA, light ass. He a little light ass, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna leave that alone. I got you. Hey, he still. I like Tony Pollard, so I do too. I think he's a a great early down back. I just don't, or, and I like him 20 to 20. But when you get inside the current 20s, and you got to bump him around a little bit. You got to have somebody you get that, that run past and, and, and it sounds like a thundering herd. Yeah, somebody somebody got to get a, um, you know, somebody needs some contact because football is a contact sport. That's true. Uh, Come on. Oh Jesus! Ooh, I like it. Um, Ross says Jonathan Taylor. That's a Dallas move. Yeah, it is. And Jerry said they want to be active at the trade deadline, which I believe is next Tuesday at four. Yeah, it's next Tuesday. It's the thirty-first. Okay. And on NFL, it is at four o'clock because that way you got enough time to get it in for the shoes. <laughs> Paul says says the guy with Miss Fat Booty has his intro music. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Ah, sticking it with the week seven roundup. Now we got to come home and we got to sweep around our own front door before we try Hold to on. sweep around somebody else's. Hold on. Don't we got the Dolphins and the Eagles? Oh, shit. We do. I am sorry. Before we even come home, I'm sorry. I fucked that up. My bad, y'all. My bad. We got to go Dolphins. See, which was game of the week. And we talking about pretenders, and I, I still messed it up. The Dolphins were exposed this week. 31 to 17 losers to the Philadelphia Eagles. Fly, Eagles, fly, I guess. Um, Jalen Hurts, 23 of 31, 279, two touchdowns and a pick. Uh, Tua Tungavailoa, 23 of 32, 216, uh, touchdown and a pick. Um, DeAndre Swift had 15 carries, 62 yards. Tyreek Hill, 11 carry, 11 receptions, 88 yards. A.J. Brown still on that damn tear. I told y'all he was better than D.K. Metcalf. Nobody wanted to believe me. 10 receptions, 137 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, your thoughts on this game? I think Miami, there's certain teams that Miami just can't, isn't going to be able to beat. 
And a team like Philly is going to give them problems um, because Philly's just as explosive. Um, they could turn it just like that. I think what's going to help them is when they get uh, Jalen Ramsey back. I think that's going to change some some of the dynamics, some of the matchups. So let's let's not start judging Miami just yet because Miami's got some some things they got to work out. Uh, you got to get Devin A. Chain back so you can get some more pop back into the running game. Uh, so with with the the loss. I think they just played a dominant front, and then they had some help. Um, I saw the Jalen Hurts and the referee meme where they exchanged jerseys after the game. Um, there were some questionable calls. I, I saw one guy go through the line and looked like he got clothesline, um, and then they didn't get called, or they called a, a roughing the passer on Wilkins because he made the tackle. All I'm saying that is just like, I think there's some times where these teams, again, like we said, it's a we're week seven, and some of these teams haven't gotten their complete identities, and there's some matchups that just don't work for people, and that's where we are. We that we got a matchup that didn't work for them. Excuse me. Oh God, I'll give you that. Um, I heard a lot of people say, "Well, oh, but well, they cheated for Philly and this, that, and other." No, man, the Dolphins just got exposed. I mean. Is it exposed? I mean, because because you got to think. All right, name another team in the league built like Philadelphia, where you got five solid old linemen. I mean, each old lineman I feel like is probably in the top tier of their position group. You know, um, you got Swift and the, the the ability with this offense to be as explosive as Miami with Swift with with Brown. Like, let's think of the combinations. And I don't know if everybody fits in that in that program. You know, there's a reason like Miami struggles with them, but for some reason, this Dr. Check or Mr. Hyde team that we call the commanders, like they give Philly problems at times. It depends on when they play them. Some weeks they play them, and it's like you don't even know who that team is. Yeah, I, I give you that. Uh what was I gonna say? Oh, here's the thing. I say they exposed them because they stopped them from being able to do what they do. Now, if you dominant, you can pretty much tell anybody, we getting ready to run counter trade. We get ready to run 50 gut. We getting ready to run the K-gun offense. See if you can stop it. See if you can keep up. And they know what's coming, but they can't stop it. Now, Tyreek Hill had a drop. In that game, on a I think it was a, a, a slant. It was either a post or a slant, and he would have walked in the end zone. And he, out of out of character, he had it, dropped it, knocked it off his leg. I thought he caught it and started running and knocked it out of his hand and fumbled, and they they scored. But no, it's an incomplete pass. It was just like things weren't clicking for the Dolphins. And I, 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 I don't want people to say, well, the refs gave it to Philly. Sometimes you got to get credit where credit is due. Philly's a really, really good team. Philly is the defending NFC champions. It's a really, really good team. You got to give credit where credit is due. Every, if that's the case, and we're going to blame the refs for everything, well, we can blame the refs for the dynasty of, 
of 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 New England. Well, they kind of sort of do. No, nah, we can really blame the refs because uh, you know they didn't did so many shows. Oh, that's not true, and this that no, but we can really blame them. So, but I digress. I Thank digress. you, sir. I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm. I'm not even gonna do it to you. Now we come home. Oh, we forgot. No, nah, we ain't got no more. <laughs> oh, we didn't talk about Ram Steelers real quick at the end of the segment. Um, yeah. Steelers win 24-17 over the Rams. I think I picked the Steelers in this game. Kenny Pickett 17 to 25, 230 yards. Uh Matt Staff 14 to 29, 231, and a touchdown to pick. Uh, go ahead. No, I just think this game was one of those games that showed you where when you have a a dominant a true dominant um, pass rusher. I think I think this is the moment where that pass rusher influences the ball game, and uh, you can say that today, uh, yesterday, or I, I should say Sunday. You know, you had Miles Garrett, um, and I think you had um, this guy here, um, T.J. Watt, and we got into an argument watching the game about T.J. Watt, but. He's up there, but these guys are balling, and these guys are make are showing you why they're the elite of the elites. So he gotta, they gotta step it up. Um, I'm surprised that Pittsburgh won this, but this is an example again of where coaching comes in, where somebody believes in the process, and you have a process. This isn't this game wasn't won Sunday at 1 p.m. This was this was won. August 23rd at 2.30 p.m. This is one August 24th at 11 a.m. morning workouts. This game was one in the offseason. This is when your coach comes in, prepares you, and gets you ready. Gets you ready in the preseason to be ready for the challenges of the season. And then he makes adjustments and he makes the team continue to work. And that's what this was this week. I'll say this. T.J. Watt. Now here's a guy. Here's a guy. <laughs> no, I like TJ Watt. I really do. Uh George Pickens even had a, a really good game in this game as well. Five catches, 107 yards. Uh Puka Nakua. Yes, sir. Eight receptions, 154 yards. So I know Lady C is loving that pickup because she has him. And wow. Is all I can say, because he he's been putting up big numbers every week, every week. Puka Nakua. Um, Paul says, uh, the push play. Yeah, the tush push. I'm 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 not a fan of that. I'll be honest with you. It is a rugby play. I'm not a fan of it, but it's gonna it's gonna come a time where that's outlawed. And the reason why I'm not a fan of it because the push play. Cost my Notre Dame five fighting Irish no a shot at a national championship. That Bush push game, which is illegal in college football. And I will go until the, the breath leaves my body. And then even when I'm dead and gone, and the calendar has changed, when the wind blows, you'll hear USC cheated. Even from the grave. I, I, I don't like it, but but you gotta remember, um, in the rule book, so look this up about the push. Pushing up 
Uh-oh. The Midnight Rider went silent. Uh-oh. My, my guy went silent. I think the phone rang. But let me say this. That whole push play, it's going to be outlawed. They're going to take it away. They're already talking about it. Just like uh, uh, jumping over the line. But I think it was it was is either high school or division two, one double A, something like that, where a player jumped over the line and power bombed the quarterback so he couldn't get he couldn't couldn't get pushed. He hit him with a, almost like a sunset flip. Uh go ahead, Midnight Rider. You you read the rule book. No, the read the 